Hey, dear Tyler, good afternoon. Um, how are you? I hope you're good. I hope you're fine. Um, yeah, sorry that this podcast is coming in late today, but uh, just like a lot of things just happened within the day. So, but yeah, here I am, and today is going to be another awesome time, an awesome, awesome content again. Uh, before we get into today's topic, just you know, some little things. We hit like major landmarks as a community. Um, So I shared it with those of us that are part of the Dear Tyler community. Uh, We were actually, at a point in time, we were number seven on Apple Podcasts for personal journals in Nigeria, right? So first of all, we're number seven. I know that was like, (gasps) okay, on Apple Podcasts. But then it was streamlined to a specific category and a specific region. But in Nigeria, at a point in time, we're actually number seven. But we've dropped to 46, 45. It's not too much of a big deal for me because I was even shocked that we even got to that um, level. It was mind-blowing, beyond words for me. And I know it's really up to all of you that listen to Dear Tyler. So this is Binga telling Tyler, thank you for all the engagements that you've been bringing secondly do you know that dear tyler has been listened to over 300 times in the past two weeks now for me um way back when i started and even down to a few months ago 300 listens would have been a target for probably four or five months 300 listens would have been a target for four or five months so if i had 30 listens you know um, in a month, you know, it would take like maybe, or maybe if it take, yeah, if you had 50 listens, right, in a month, um, that would have taken like six months to achieve that. But we did that in two weeks. And that for me is absolutely, absolutely amazing. It's absolutely just amazing. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for all the listens. Thank you so much for all the shares. And if you want to be part of the Dear Tyler community, Please and please, you know, you could reach out um, on Instagram at um, dear underscore Tyler. Tyler is T-Y-L-A. You could do that for, um, you could reach out and then would send you the link um, to the WhatsApp group. Uh, if you have my personal contact, you know, you could always reach out and I'll do that. And trust me, the group is very, very um, coordinated. It's just their Tyler content. So don't. Uh, there won't be any spams or any unsolicited messages, right? Uh, then there are also some other things that are privy to Dear Tyler listeners uh, that are part of the community, right? So that certain information that we share on the platform be there. So it's, if you're not part of the community, you may not really get to know most of these updates. So I'll just share a few. We want to start... Um, little sponsorships right and um it's just like a partnership per se those if you really believe in the message of dear tyler you want to help it get um you know to spread it across uh the nations of the world why not and you know it's it's going to cost i was going to um have its own financial implications and so we have we're thinking of little partnerships that we'll be doing based on like different cadres and levels and once we um finalize it we'll definitely share 
with all of us, right? On how you can be a partner from you know, little amounts to whatever is laid in your heart to do. And all of these finances will be get in towards establishing um, Dear Tyler to a better level, right? Um, trusting God to register the name Dear Tyler and then also register it as a company too so that once we grow and we have a larger community, it would be recognized as a business entity. Um, also to be able to acquire some gadgets that are needed for more or better quality rather in the podcast so all and then again and then again we still want to do our merchandise if we can do it this year that would be awesome so some of these things would be geared towards kickstarting the merchandise you know t-shirts um journals umbrellas you know just things that are uh little signals for dear tyler and then finally also doing a logo right so there are a lot of things that are um involved in all of this so but if you want more details you know just indicate and put your part of the um community and we'll, we'll move on from there is that okay so today's topic is six or nine six or nine and i know that you know from looking at the um, the cover art, many people will be like, ah, is it a topic about cookies and Macron? I think that's what they call it. I really don't know what Macron is. But um, I use that that picture because I, I... Okay, first of all, I couldn't really find something that could capture um, my intent in the topic. One. Number two, there is a... There's a, there's, a, there's a little thing that I do. So I try my best that my, my topics somehow fall in line with the images, right? But I don't want the image to give away too much information, right? Now, um, so, but anyway, today's topic is six or nine. Six or nine, six or nine. Now, there was this um, image I saw a long time ago like a cartoon and there were two people standing and in between them there was a number and based on where they were standing they were seeing things differently so this person says ah this is six but then the other person standing at the opposite side says no this is nine this is six this person says this is nine you know it's almost like um based on your perspective right if I, if I write the letter P, right, from the other angle, it now looks like D. So you could be like, no, this is P. And then this person says, no, this is D. Now that's what we're going to be talking about, the power of perspective. The power of perspective. Have you ever been part of, an, of a heated conversation? A heated conversation and it's like, um, ah, no, this is... You're, you're standing on this point and you're very adamant on it. And you're like, no, this is it. Or, uh, and then the other person's like, ah, no, this is, this is their own stance. This is the right thing to do, this is the right thing to do. For instance, remember, for those of us in Nigeria, uh, and for many of us that went through public school system, there were certain debates that we had 
they'll be like um, doctors are better than teachers or farmers are better than teachers um, <laughs> there was this funny one that I saw recently that um, uh, farming is better than or education is better than money or something and then the person was like uh, money please I apologize I was a child I didn't know <laughs> what was going on but and then you know how people sit down and come up with like real valid points like real valid points um, so someone is like ah, teachers are better than doctors and then the person is like who teaches the doctors do you understand it's called the teacher um, the teacher has to take care I mean has to make sure that the doctor has um, everything that he needs to know or the person that wants to become a doctor has everything that he needs to know in order to get into that place right that nobody became a doctor without being taught um, teachers help you to learn how to communicate with others you know real valid points and then this other person now comes up and he says like no but doctors are better than teachers because what will a sick teacher teach you do you understand so if doctors are not there to make sure that we are healthy we'll not have teachers that come to the classroom and you know it could almost become like a fight right or for musicians they'll be like who is the best musician in the world right now who's the best this who's the best that and then you know everybody comes up with their valid reasons um, for for uh, bah, I'm trying to really think of an idea for like lady kind of things but bah, maybe you would give me but you know generally most of the misunderstandings most of the arguments or most of the contentions that we have is because of differing perspectives do you understand because of differing perspectives now, um, one one of the major lessons I've learned, right, was um, from Apostle Joshua Selman, and he 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 taught on something years ago, and it never left me. He said, uh, I think it was from Genesis, right? Genesis one, where God made two great lights, one to rule the day, one to rule the night. And he said, on earth, right, we seem to be stationary. And it's the sun that rises from the east and sets in the west. And then the moon also does the same thing. Do you understand it? So there's that movement that happens. But then in space, we now realize that from the perspective of space, we find out that the earth is the one that is doing the moving so the moon yes moves around the earth but then the earth is actually the one moving around the sun and from another perspective based on science if you go out of our milky way out of our own galaxy you'll find out that our own solar system is revolving around you know moving around a certain area so what we feel is static from another perspective it's moving from another perspective, it's moving. Or, when you're in a car, it looks like maybe you're, you're driving past, you know, like a forest or like a bushy area, you know. And as you're just moving past, it looks like the trees or the bushes are also moving against you. But in reality, you are the one that is moving and they're static. But the perspective... From where you stand shows like there's an opposing motion, right? 
Now, that's it about life generally. Because there are a lot of conflicts, there are lots of discussions that can be held in clear terms if we could just change perspectives. Now, there's this adage that says, um, what's the adage again? You know, um, you know, ah, I can't really remember the adage, but it has the the concept is, be, is it, it stems from you know, put yourself in someone else's shoes to be able to understand what they feel. So when you're having a um, a discussion, right, or a dialogue with someone, and then the person is like, "No, put yourself in my shoes before you speak." Now that terminology is extremely, extremely important because. Um, the one that wears the shoes is the one that knows how it hurts. <laughs> so I used to have this issue with ladies that used to wear high heels. There's this way that they used to walk, you know, like it's, it just seems, um, especially for those that are not very, very used to it. It seems very, un- it seems quite scattered. I think that's like the best description that I could give. And I'm like, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? You know, the way they just move, um, it looks like <laughs> it looks like they are fighting a lot of battles. So I decided, okay, before you like argue, and I love ladies wearing heels, right? So I think it's very, very beautiful when a lady wears heels. <clears throat> but then I felt like they used to do too much. Like, okay, there's a walking pattern, a walking step. I thought it was too much. So I said, okay, let me try putting one of my mother's high heel shoes. The moment my feet, the, that bend first, I was like, my goodness. And then, um, oh yeah, now, guy walk. And I was like, hell. Trying to take a few steps, talk less of those that even, ah, nah. From that moment, when I see a lady struggle with high heels, at least I understand because... I have been in their shoes. Like, literally been in their shoes. Literally been in their shoes. There was this time, you know, usually growing up now, we're like, ah, daddy, buy me this one. Mommy, buy me all of this, right? Now, we've gotten to the point, we used to get angry, like, our parents used to try for us. Now, we've gotten to the point that everybody has waved you goodbye. You're now a man. And you begin to see the miracle signs and wonders that our parents used to perform with such a little salary how were they able to meet our needs like our basic needs and sometimes even down to our wants Ah. now because I have entered or because we've entered into their shoes now when a child complains that the parents are not doing certain things we speak in a different manner because we've been able to enter into their shoes. It's not like we have not, um, or we tend to lose the fact that, yes, kids want certain things or we still have desires, but then we've entered into the point that we can now consider the other party. One of my favorite scriptures is in Hebrews where it says that we do not have a high priest that cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities right because he has experienced everything the same way that we have it would have been absolutely of no advantage to us right or 
God's assurance of understanding us would have meant nothing if Jesus did not come and walk in our own shoes too. So Jesus, yes, is God, but he gave up that Godship to be able to walk in our shoes, to be able to grant us the victory and also show us that it is possible for us to live the way God wants us to live. But Jesus understood what hunger was. Jesus understood what it meant to be under pressure before the cross, right? Um, I feel, oh, please, please, this is not doctrine. This is not doctrine. Let me say it again, this is not doctrine. I feel I under- that Jesus understands heartbreak too. He does. Not because he was um, looking for anybody in particular, but he has a bride called the church. He has a bride in the sons of men and the people that he created and they reject him which is heartbreaking so he does have a legit feeling of what heartbreak is do you understand and i also believe that he also feels through us but the the, the major concept is that until we get to the point where we are able to look at people and be like Okay, I'm not going to just speak from my own perspective. Let me hear you. Let me be in your shoes. Let me see how you feel. Let me feel how you feel. Right? All of these are extremely, extremely, extremely important things for us to do. It's very, very important. When you, Whenever you have um, a dialogue with someone, let me uh, also point out this. There was this time, if you listen to my depression story, the story on depression rather, you find out that I had to do like how many years in the university system. But I started in ABU and then I left to ATBU in Bauchi. Now, while I was in Bauchi, um, somebody came over and I think related the fact that he had an issue in the course to someone. And... This person I was talking to is a first class student and everything. I just, you know, I stood there and then the person was like, ah, well, why now? I've never had a carryover before. Now, um, I, I could understand from that person's perspective, like, okay, um, it's possible for you to, to, you know, come out with, you know, clear all your grades or clear all your courses and everything, have good grades. But this person came and met you from a point of pain and you addressed him from your point of uh, accomplishment, right? Or from the perspective that you were standing from. Now, the person knows that he already failed, but he wants you to be able to connect with him or her on that level. Now, I could connect with the person because, oh boy, I knew what it meant to fail. And I failed. I failed. Ah, I failed. But I could understand how the person felt. And when we got talking with the person, you know, just related to the person and told them that, okay, I understand how you feel. Then from that point, I was able to give them, you know, little ideas on what to do. And the person was eventually helped. I couldn't stand from my own point of, maybe like a second chance or stand from my point of, ah, I don't have 
to speak. No, I have to be able to enter into that person's um, setting, that person's circle or that person's environment at that time to be able to communicate properly to them, right? Now, what is very important is that always remember that your opinion would always come from your perspective. Your opinion would always come from your perspective. If you want people to win into your own ideas, right, then you have to change the perspective of things. People will always argue when they look at things from a different perspective. The easiest way to win through any dialogue, right, is for both of you to see each other's perspectives. See each other's perspectives. One of the things that I've always said, Tyler, is this, that the goal of communication is not just to be heard, but to be understood. And and it's applicable both ways. When I speak, I want you to be able to understand me. And also when you speak, it should be my goal to understand you. I cannot understand you if I'm still thinking from that perspective that is different from where you're standing from. Now, after we come to the point where we both have seen from each other's perspective, we can now choose which perspective suits the situation more. At that point in time, it ceases to be an argument that it becomes a dialogue. And then egos are not stung. Something really, really hilarious happened um, on Saturday, um, last week Saturday. And, you know, we had a discussion with um, a team, men of authority, about should women propose? And, you know, after the whole discussion, when I was on my way back home, I, you know, I had to kind of like caution myself and I was like, ah, binga, you did not even remember. You were so adamant on one perspective that you never really gave time to look at the perspective of others. So most of the time when people were speaking, from my perspective, I was looking for what to counter them with. So I was hearing them, but I really didn't take out time to understand because while I was going back home, I was like, but what this person said is actually true. What this person said is actually true. I was just on my high horse at that time and I didn't want to see it from different angles. Now, that's the danger because there are a lot of things that you can miss out if you're not able to see things from different perspectives. You're unable to see things from different perspectives. Somebody stole. Stealing is bad. Punish the person. But you could also ask why. What happened? It's very important to find out what happened. It's very, very important, right, to find out what happened. And so, like I said, this is it. We have um, different perspectives in life. And whenever you come into a dialogue or whenever you come into any challenge or whenever you come into any issue, the major thing, Tyler, is to do what? Find a common ground. But you have to be in the person's shoes. You have to be in the person's shoes. You see six, I see nine. I'm going to see six if I turn the other way. You're going to see nine if you turn the other way. And so we can choose which direction we are going with and see that actually there was no real need 
to argue, right? So yeah, so this is me. I hope this is blessed. I hope this has blessed you rather. Right? So this is me signing out. Um, remember that uh, I love you and I believe in you and I'm always rooting for you. So have an awesome day. Bye.